Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampo, KFI. AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> Cassis, okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to pronounce the man's name right. You couldn't do that off the air before we came on 30 I, it was seconds suppo- ago. It was supposed to be, well, funny. I did, and then I forgot. The mumbling. How do we pronounce that? And I meant, I meant to turn off the mic when I did that. Oh, And man. I asked him five minutes ago, and I forgot. People enjoy Cassis. your Biden moments. They're fun. Uh, you He's going to come on in a moment. He's you with expect the auto too much from me. The auto insurance specialist, big donors to the Postathon over the years. But right now, drum roll, please. We have a new grand total of cash donated. What? How much we? How much did we pay the drummer? I mean that that was a short drum roll there. He's busy. It's the holidays. A lot of people like a drummer. Five hundred sixty-two thousand nine hundred forty-seven dollars. Yes, sir, and 19,069 pounds of pasta and sauce. Tremendous. We thank all of you. The Pasta-thon is not over. Last night was a big night at the White House restaurant with Tim and the crew, but this continues on through the weekend. Pastathon.com, Smart and Final, Wendy's, or places you can go and donate at checkout. Do that. You have through Sunday, December 4th, for Pastathon 2022. All right, now, the man whose name you wanted to pronounce. Mark Cassis. He's with one of our uh, longest-running advertisers, Pastathon supporters, most generous supporter. Mark Cassis is with AIS, Auto Insurance Specialists. And, and we are both customers. Yes. Of AIS, right? Happy, proud customers of AIS for many, many years. Uh, Mark, you there? I am. How are you doing, Johnny Ken? It's great to talk to you. I oh, believe uh, the last time we spoke was this time last year. That's right. It's uh, only once a year. Can we uh, can we handle you? <laughs> what? Yeah, and you got my name right, by the way. Oh, so thank you, know. you, thank you. It, it was it took a lot of rehearsal. So, uh, <laughs> Mark, uh, what what's uh, what's the offer this year from AIS? Well, for the next hour, AIS will match contributions up to twenty five hundred dollars. For this five o'clock hour. Yeah, yeah. So everyone oh. should call in now and make sure uh, we max out on that offer. Uh, I can't think of a better cause to be involved in, and thank you guys for your contribution. Well, you guys have always yeah. been uh, great with uh, Chef Bruno and Katarina's Club and KFI. So the first $2,500 donated, you will match this hour. That's right. All right. Uh, you guys have been with uh, supporting the Pastathon for years, and I guess you heard, Mark, they have served eight million meals to kids who need the food that's just remarkable yeah it's amazing i you know understand this is the 12th year you've been involved uh and i can't it's millions of dollars and obviously lots of pasta for needy children in the community uh it's it's really amazing we've always been honored to be a part of the annual support for katarina's club there's a lot of division in the world today i think you'd agree you guys talk about it all the time there's one thing we can all get behind that's taking care of the children in our communities, and that's that's exactly what Bruno 
and Katarina's club is doing. So, you know, we're all for it. We're behind it. And uh, we're happy to come back every year and support the cause. And 100% goes to Katarina's club. And this, what's great about Katarina's club is the simplicity. You're just feeding the kids, right? You're giving them the pasta, the sauce. It doesn't get complicated like some charities can get. It's just very direct. It's bowls of pasta. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's a great great benefit. Hey, I grew up in an Italian kitchen with uh, my mom making pasta all the time. I can't imagine uh, having anything better to eat anyway. So um, I'm sure they I'm sure they enjoy it. And I've eaten at the White House, and the food's delicious. Oh, isn't it? Isn't that one of the best restaurants? And I'm I'm not just <laughs> yeah, uh, blowing smoke here, Chef Bruno. It really is one of the best restaurants I've ever been to. He is. He is yeah, a- absolutely. I agree. All right. So Mark Cassis, AIS. Thank you again. Yeah, blessings to you and your families this holiday. Thanks uh, thanks for letting me on. You too. All right, Mark Cassis with the Auto Insurance Specialist. So go to pastathon.com. This hour, all the donations will be matched up to $2,500 by AIS and their continued support for the KFI Pastathon. They come through every year, and, of course, it's an amazing cause. I mean, we've watched it grow over these years, and, of course, the addition of Smart and Final and Wendy's is terrific, bringing so much attention to the cause. I like the way you asked Bruno yesterday, in typical John Cobalt fashion, do you ever think there was a time where you were like, I don't know if I can do this. This is, this is too much. <laughs> I may be in over my head. I, and he did talk about the recession of 2007, which is only a couple of years in yeah, he to was, Katarina's club. And he was like, yeah, for a moment there, it was tough. He was thinking of quitting, yeah, because the recession hit. His uh, business at uh, the Anaheim White House dropped by half. And he just didn't have the money or the personnel to keep the uh, pasta meals going for the kids. Right. And then out of the blue, I think he prayed, and out of the blue, St. <laughs> Katie Couric, her staff called. Oh, that's right. He did the interview. Did the interview, and that got him so much publicity. He was immediately able to stay uh, in the game, and then it just built from there. See? The importance of radio and television interviews. Yeah. To bring attention to your cause. All right, so pastathon.com. And uh, as I mentioned, you can go to any Smart and Final store or any Wendy's restaurant and donate through Sunday, December 4th. These are in Southern California. And you can drive up and drop off pasta and sauce donations at that restaurant you guys just talked about, the Anaheim White House restaurant, from 8 in the morning till 3 p.m., through Friday, if you want to do that in person, you're near their restaurant. Those are the hours, 8 to 3, and there'll be a couple of days left uh, t- uh, tomorrow and Friday. And 100% of your donation goes directly to Katarina's Club, the 12th annual KFI Pastathon. Please donate whatever you can. Well, John, if you're a taxpayer, you like this story. What's one of our favorite utilities over the years we've covered in Southern California? Now we know PG&E has been making big news, Pacific Gas and Electric. And we talk about SoCal Edison. But what's the old original one? The L.A. Department of Water and Power. Oh, yes. My eyes popped when I saw this story. <clears throat> They've got a new agreement. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 18, 10,000 workers, and this is an incredibly powerful union, they will receive four cost-of-living pay increases, totaling at least 10% and as much as 24% by October of 2025, depending on inflation. They will also get a one-time cash bonus, 3% of their salary coming next month in December. 
this is a place where the average employee makes well over six figures. We have looked at the actual pay sheets, yes. Yeah. They're incredibly overpaid at the DWP. This is one of the most powerful unions we have ever encountered in terms of what they get for their workers and the power that they have. And they have an iron hold on whoever the mayor is and whoever's on the city council. Everything gets rubber stamped. And, of course, there was a ton of corruption recently. The general manager, former general manager at DWP, got sent to jail. And Counting up all the raises, some workers could see their salaries rise more than 74% over the four-year period. 74%. Some of the workers will get as much as a 74% you know, increase they, they do in the this, next four years. They do this in plain sight, and uh, they're, they're, nobody questions it. Nobody now ever look at says, this. Okay. The union's political arm is a heavy independent spender in the 2022 election. Yeah. They gave a million four to Bass. There, there you go. So she's right. completely compromised. They gave to Gil oh, Cedillo. God. Well, that was a waste. That's what I, that's what I, Mitch O'Farrell, that was a waste. That, that's what I'm telling you. Bass is, is Garcetti. Garcetti was completely bent over by the DWP union. He ran on this idea that he wasn't going to put up with any more DWP uh, malfeasance. Right. You remember that? That was a big issue in the campaign, that enough was enough with the DWP. And as soon as he got in, he dropped his pants. <laughs> and, and, and I... We kept saying, it's like, you get Karen Bass, you're getting Garcetti in a dress, and that's what it is. She's keeping Garcetti's entire staff for the time being, and she got a million four from this union. So what do you think is going to happen? Uh, by the way, you're paying for all these raises. You're going to pay more for water and power. Yeah, and as usual, they claim, oh, we're in line with what other utilities pay for these positions. I say BS to No, that. I always hear that. No, I, I don't care. I, I don't really care what other people are making. Then go get a job with uh, some other utility. I, I I get charged by this utility. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Well, why don't we just say enough and go home? Uh, Yeah. I think we've said everything we can say for today. I can add it's... a few things. Why not? No. Yes. No. Never enough really, for me. Really, what would you add? Well, I would, I would talk about what John Cobalt and I just talked about during the break. I suggested to him that perhaps next time he has a burger that he adds some avocado to it to enrich his this- diet. And then uh, I told him that people do have steak and eggs for breakfast when he reminded me that I had the order wrong of the bagel burger steak wrong. So that was exciting conversation. See, this, this, you wondered what we talk about in here? This is what I get. I get, I get vegan le- lectures. Uh, it's, yep, that's what I have to uh, put up with here. Ken's Very sad out. for you. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Do you oh. need an exit bag? He feels sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, 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 I just try to imagine her tone. Is she sympathetic looking, or is she? Oh no, she's she's very motherly. Enthu- she's very enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Add avocado she, to. She's your like burger. someone trying to convert you to a new religion. Ken, I asked him if he's ever had an avocado. Oh no, I said, "Do you like avocado?" He says. I don't think I've I had one. I think maybe I had. No, I don't know if I've ever had one. Hmm. It's, uh... it's odd. <laughs> have you never had guacamole? No, I never have. What? Well, because it's made of avocado. You don't dip your chips in guacamole if you if you. I don't oh dip my, my chips just anywhere. Hmm. Oh wow. Hmm. You told us. <laughs> <laughs> This is scintillating. (laughs) 
Shall we go on? I think you guys may no, want to take over. You started this. I, I threw it over there, and look what happened. Take it back. Uh, the answer is zero. There were no KFI ghoul pool entries who had Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac dying in the year 2022, but that was the news today. I was a bit surprised to see that she was 79 because they didn't really start to hit their powerful peak until the mid to late 70s into the 80s. And she was part of a British band. Yeah, in she the was. 60s. Yeah. And then uh, she joined uh, Fleetwood Mac in 1970, but it was still a number of years before they hit it big. Yeah, she but, married John uh, McVie, who had already been touring with Fleetwood Mac. But she, she left the band she, in 98, but came back in 2014. She's never somebody you thought of as being that old. I mean, I saw them play just a few years ago, and yeah. she just didn't look anywhere near 79. You might have thought maybe somewhere in, in in her fifties. So I don't, I don't, I don't. That's why she isn't on any Google picks because she just didn't have a look like somebody who was uh, elderly. Her uh, original, na- well, her name when she was born is Christine Perfect. That's quite a name, huh? Born in England in nineteen forty-three, Christine Perfect. Oh, I love the sound of her voice. Yes, I, I think always... she was overshadowed by Stevie Nicks, who you know because of her whole whole appearance and uh, everything that went along with that, really got a lot of the attention. Yeah, but she had just a beautiful voice. Then didn't they all like sleep with each other in that group? Uh, I, I think so. Lindsey Buckingham and uh, I think everybody ah. eventually nailed everybody by the uh, by the end of it. They, they, but I don't know this. Just seen that way. <laughs> and I hope I'm, qu- I'm quick to rescind. I, I don't exactly know this. Uh, she, just... she always struck me as the most normal out of the group. Like the yeah, most I think level-headed. So. Yeah, I didn't really see much of her. She didn't make a lot of appearances compared to Stevie Nicks seemed to be everywhere for a while and still is actually performing. But uh, and Fleetwood Mac was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998. Um, so, Christine Mavie quit the band for, I think, uh, about 16 years because she, she was too afraid to fly in airplanes. Oh. In fact, for many years, she she wouldn't take an air. I guess, I don't know, somebody was driving her around in a bus uh, and then well, it's fun. like John Madden used to do that, remember? Right, yeah. The football announcer. So I, I guess she would go from, I didn't know this until I read today. I guess she, she didn't fly for many years and then finally quit entirely. Right. Uh, mainly over the travel issue. Uh, in other breaking news today, which is really kind of funny, uh, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter. The former Twitter executive, and great title, the safety chief. <laughs> Anyway, right, because you know how dangerous it is to post on Twitter, right? Yes. I mean, you could you could bleed out. You could get an infection. It's terrible. Well, Safety. Um, Wait, he really has admitted that it was a big mistake to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story from 2020. The New York Post, of course, uh, was the first to splash the story on the scene when apparently a repairman in Delaware was left. Hunter Biden's laptop for a All period right. of time. No one even came back to claim it. So he went public with it, and the Post uh, got some of that information. And outfits like Twitter refused to let those stories uh, go very far on their threads. So, you know what? This is BS. Uh, he, this, this was, they did this on purpose, and they did it for a reason. They knew if the scandal blew up, it might hurt Biden's chances to get oh, elected. It was October, too. Yeah, it was October, and it's one of those last-minute stories that it, it, eventually. Well, let me let me do part one first. 
because part one will lead into part two. Part one is they did it on purpose. They knew what they were doing. It was premeditated, and they were working with uh, uh, people in the government to do this, all right? They, they, were, they, were, they were getting visits from the FBI, who was anti-Trump, and they were told, we think it's Russian propaganda, okay? So mm. the whole crowd was in on it. Secondly, now they know it's all going to be exposed. Because the first thing the Republicans are going to do when they take over next month is they're going to open up a hearing investigating, among other things, Hunter Biden, Biden's brother Jim, because Hunter and Jim were the bag men. They were the ones who sold who sold influence to Chinese and and Ukrainian interests and Iranian. Oh, who knows? Who knows how many countries are involved? But it's like if you want favorable legislation, if you want a favorable uh, executive order, you you give the money to us, and then Joel get a cut down the line. Right. But it's Jim and Hunter who collected the money. That's that. That's what they did. And so now this is all going to blow sky high. So this little weasel here, this this safety officer, he's getting out ahead of it, right? His name is Yoel Roth. Yeah. He did an interview. You want me to read one of his uh, tweets from 2016, right after the election when Trump won? Yeah. I'm just saying we fly over those states that voted for a racist tangerine for a reason. Yeah. He's that guy. Hates half of America. Hates it. Hates In January Trump. 2017, he said... Feminism is not any is not more dangerous than actual Nazis in the White House. So, okay. so yeah, so he's an extreme fanatic, anti-Trump, anti-Republican, anti-red states, anti you know anybody who doesn't live in his little tech world bubble. So now he knows the day of reckoning is coming. The Republicans are going to beat him like a pinata mercilessly for the next two years. That he was the censor who blocked truth, real news. And it was all out of political bias. He was in cahoots with the FBI on it. So is Zuckerberg. Now, they're, they're, they're going to pound this into the ground, this whole scandal. And he knows what's coming. So he's trying to get out in front saying, well, you know, I, I wasn't convinced. You know, it wasn't totally my decision. It's like, screw you, buddy. The, apparently, uh, Musk is hinting that he will release Twitter's internal files. Oh, I hope he does. On the whole company free speech suppression, including the Hunter Biden laptop story, so you can either get angry or laugh about how ridiculous they were discussing this back in 2020. I don't care if he's anti-Trump. I don't care if he's anti-red states. It's that he's a dishonest jackal is what he is. All right? He's, he's, a, he's a liar. He's a manipulator. Right. They pose he's, like we're trying to stop lies and misinformation, but it's only one side they're doing that on. That's the problem. That's yeah, that, that, that's right. uh, and, and and that that's what's wrong. It's like let let regular people decide if if the if the news is real or not. I mean, you're all dishonest. I don't believe anything I read anymore from anybody. You know, I've got to uh, read like 15 different versions of it and just let it percolate for a while. And even then, you don't know if you've got anything near the truth. But uh, no, nobody elected this Yoel Roth. What the hell kind of name is that anyway? Yoel. Or Yoel. Yoel. Like Joel or Joel? I, Joel? I, I don't know. But what is exactly the kind of tech weasel that you imagine working there? Yeah, he does S- look like smug, it. self-righteous, I'm going to be in charge of what Americans learn. And they, were, they, and they were wrong and they knew they were wrong. They did this on purpose. They knew they were wrong. They knew that they, because if it really was bogus information, right, would have figured that out really quickly. But it wasn't bogus information. That's why they were terrified of it. 
because it might it might have skewed the election by by a few points. I read a funny story yesterday that that dopey show The View, and that oh, loudmouth Joy Behar. Yeah, the guest was Samuel L. Jackson, the actor. Yeah, he's notoriously progressive liberal, but it, he had a good line when she was. Getting trying to get them all worked up over Twitter and Elon Musk taking over. And she says, do you fear for the future of Twitter? You know what his response was? Who cares? It's not the real world. Ignore it. Ah. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> That's right. It's not. It's not the real world. Ignore it. Yeah. Now, yeah, people it, get all worked up. No, the future of Twitter is at stake. I know. It's all these weird left-wing goofs and journalists who spend their whole day on Twitter. I read these stories. They 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 act like it's 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 like some living breathing organism that they're all a part of. It's their lifeblood. It's the this the central god of their existence. It's crazy. Yeah. And they feel like, oh, this is how we get the real uncensored opinions and news from people, but that's not what's Ex- going on. Except when it's censored. All right. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The day after tomorrow, the Moist Line is back on the John and Ken show. And not only that, it hasn't played in two weeks. It will be the Christmas music version of the and John and Ken Moist Line with the crazy background music being devoted to, I don't know, Jingle Bells, some sort of we Christmas need, song. We need more contributions. We do. People you can, uh, uh, took the holiday off last week, so... Yeah, we didn't work a couple of days, so, you know, not thinking or tuning in as much. Uh, the iHeartRadio app is one way to connect to the Moist Line. Look for the microphone icon and leave your message. Call the old toll-free number. It's there any time of the day or night. You've had too much to drink. you got something to say. one 877 moist 86 one 664 7886 Well, back to the border. And a surprise, I didn't know this case was going to the U.S. Supreme Court, but they did hear the arguments yesterday. And this is about, and we saw this when Obama was president. Changed when Trump became president. Now we're back to Biden, who was basically Obama. It's about who gets deported. There was a directive issued from the Department of Homeland Security that paused deportation unless individuals had committed acts of terrorism, espionage, or egregious threats to public safety, whatever the hell that means. Which means Biden's plan is to leave 99.9% of the uh, illegals alone. Which is basically an amnesty. Yeah. Right. Trump, of course, removed people regardless of criminal history or community ties. That was the order. So this got challenged by a number of states. Leading the way, of course, was Texas. And uh, there actually was a judge, a federal judge, who agreed with Texas and froze the implementation of the Department of Homeland Security's new deportation policy. And that's why it's ended up at the U.S. Supreme Court, which decided to take the case. The person that argued for the Biden administration threw out one that you always hear. Well, you know, we don't have uh, we don't have enough resources to possibly deport 11 million immigrants living in this country illegally we cannot do we cannot have an unyielding mandate well no kidding but at the same time you don't do zero exactly because what which is what they wanted to do although remember they used to call obama deporter in chief remember they they were he would he would deport a fair number of people he he would play the middle on 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 certain issues especially when he wanted to get reelected. Yes, right, to make a point, right. Yeah, and the, te- the, the Texas Solicitor General 
who is arguing Texas's case, because they were among those who sued, said the administration is violating federal law that requires deportation of people in the U.S. illegally and who've been convicted of any serious crime, not just the most serious. So when he's saying, hey, this is the law, if they've committed uh, a serious crime, they're gone. And Biden's administration is saying, no, 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 it's got to be terrorism. It's got to be, you know, uh, espionage. And, and, and so it's kind of this tricky gray area. What does the law require you to do? Because uh, one of the attorneys for Biden said that there's nothing which is an unyielding mandate. In other words, it, it not, there's no language that said this is an absolute order to remove anybody. See, it's that discretionary gray area that they're fighting over. Yeah. And they're fighting over over the way over the language in these laws. Yeah, it's uh they were asked, well, how many people would this potentially affect? Well, somewhere from sixty thousand to eighty thousand. All right. And Working Judge Kavanaugh said, whatever the real number is, the resources just aren't there to do this. But that's not your job to figure out. And if you have a policy which limits the types of people that can be deported, that's clearly an attempt to give amnesty to most illegal immigrants. Right. And it they, just is. And they intend- if you do not have the resources to deport everybody, then don't deport everybody, but deport as many people as you can, because that's the law. And also, they, in, they intentionally do not fund immigration to deport people, right? There's yeah, not enough resources it, right. because they're not given the budget. They're not given the personnel. They don't do the hiring. They don't have the infrastructure built up. If you wanted to do it, you'd do it. But they don't want to, so they can always claim, oh, we don't have the manpower. Oh, yeah, you do have the manpower. When it was time to invade Afghanistan for 20 years, you found the money and the manpower. So that that's another load of horse crap. John Roberts, who is uh, the chief justice, he said it's our job to say what the law is, not whether or not it can be possibly implemented or whether right. there, that's there exactly are That's exactly what I just said. Right. You can't sit there and try to sort out whether it's too many people to deport or what. It's the law is the law, and do what you can do. I don't think we should change that responsibility just because Congress and the executive can't agree on something. I don't think we should let them off the hook. Right. So do the best you can. Let's start with, uh, since you can't do the 11 million, let's do the 60 to 80,000 criminals, convicted criminals. Let's start with that crowd and then report back to us. There was also discussion as to whether or not a state like Texas has the standing in this case, but clearly a state like Texas is severely impacted by illegal immigration, uh, both in terms of the tax money and resources. Of course they have standing, but everyone likes to say that. What standing do you have to bring this case to court? How are you impacted by this? You're not an illegal immigrant, and you're not a victim of crime by the illegal immigrant. But it's really a matter of whether or not uh, Texas is uh, getting an undue My burden. God. They have been fighting about this now for almost 20 years. You realize that? I know. It's almost 20 years since since, uh, uh, Bush opened the gates. Yeah. This was Texas and Louisiana. Yeah, Sotomayor and Kagan were two judges that just thought, oh, you weren't entitled to bring this case. uh, You have no standing in this court. That usual BS argument. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, remember earlier this hour, we had Mark Cassis from the Auto Insurance Specialist on, right? And they're going to match donations up to $2,500 this hour. That's happened. All right. 
We've been told that so far there's almost been $10,000 donated to the Pastathon. Just this hour. That's what I'm reading, wow. yes. That's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> You're always amazed our, that people our, are generous. Our listeners. <laughs> it's just goes to show you. <laughs> I can always tell when you are actually legitimately confounded. Well, and that really, time you were. I'm really The voice had this disbelief. <laughs> that's right. I'm... That's just wonderful. People actually gave that much this hour? Wow. Yes, John, people want to help people feed are, the children. People are good? People are good. They want to feed poor children? Wow. Yeah. Well, we have more good news. Uh, heads are rolling at CNN. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid CNN, uh, well, of course, they're part of a conglomerate, Warner Brothers Discovery. I can't even keep track anymore of who owns what. Uh, well, I know. Big, well, they took ownership of CNN from AT&T earlier this year. I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah. AT&T, I think. I'm an AT&T customer. I, should, I would have canceled well, if I knew they owned CNN. <laughs> AT&T bought Time Warner years ago. Merged oh, with it. that's right. Yes. And then they spun it off. And it got spun right into Discovery. <laughs> Everything I saw spun. it spinning by. That's going to say. You know, the Wizards that are behind this. I remember when this started in huge fashion and like, was it the 80s? All of the mergers and acquisitions, it just went nuts and people taking over others and sending spinning off well, companies. Did, and did I, did I tell you that this business story I read, which I didn't know because I didn't really pay attention to this about, about AT&T taking over Time Warner and then giving up Time Warner and then Discovery merging. There was this long story a few days ago about all the business executives and all the bad decisions they made. And and I, one of the decisions, all, this one executive, it was their obsession. This is what we have to do. And it was, it was something to do with Time Warner and CNN. And everybody said, no, don't do that. No, don't do No, that's not going to work. Don't do that. <laughs> then they do it. It lost a ton of money. It's like, ah, now we got to get rid of it. Ah, oh, geez, what a bad smell in here. And then, you know, everybody gets fired and reassigned. It's... These guys are not geniuses. They're not. It was a tough year for CNN. They pulled the plug on CNN Plus, their streaming service, after only a month. Right, because nobody signed <laughs> up for it. They invested $300 million in it. No, and they got like 50 people to sign up for it. Because nobody was watching the regular CNN channel. Why That's were right. they going to so pay So why would you extra? pay for, for, right, for more content? And there wasn't even news on it. There was just these weird talk shows they were going to put on, hosted by people you never heard of. On topics no, that you I don't I thought there was all about. Anderson Cooper or something. Or... Yeah, Anderson Cooper is now about 80% of the network. Of the network, isn't he? Uh, is Wolf Blitzer still there? Yes. He is still there. <laughs> he is immovable. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I felt like he was 70 years old 50, 30 years ago. but I... He was. He's now 108. <laughs> that is a, that, well, they went, they went all anti-Trump, and they went all woke. And uh, so they went broke. And, and Well, they're saying that this is also coming from above. Warner Brothers Discovery is requiring these layoffs in many of its companies. They've already laid off 1,000 employees since right. April. Because CNN's not they making... They have big debt. CNN's uh, not making the money it used to. Uh, because their audience is far below what it used to be. They blew their credibility. You know, they, they did. They, I they, mean, in 2016, they followed Trump everywhere. And I guess they got a little push in the numbers. And they continued to do that. Then they went after him. And 
For four years, they became a place to go to for all your anti-Trump news. But right. that's all over Wh- now. Whether it was fake or true. Eh, right, impeach this, impeach that. Yeah. But it's over. Trump's over. The whole thing's over. They don't have the big boogeyman anymore. No. So, eh. so uh, they don't know what to do. And nobody they, believes them. Uh, no. Uh, they are getting rid of a number of uh, what they call paid contributors. Would that be like the... Analysts oh, and specialists oh, that come on. And yeah, those talking heads. Those, those infinite number of talking heads. When you see the screen divide into like eight heads. And, and all those people are hired as long as they say what the producer wants them to say. Because they want to create fake conflict. So you have to, you're, you're taking the, the pro seat and then somebody else takes the anti seat. And if you have any kind of a nuanced outlook on an issue, uh, then they don't want you. Oh, you can't say that. Or, or if you if you want to go on there and go against the party line, they don't want yeah. to hear me. That's just nonsense. It, it's just I it's mean, just for elderly people in nursing homes. This could be soft proof, though, that we are slowly heading into some type of recession. Disney's going to lay off people. I mean, eventually this takes a toll because when you lay off people and they're not spending as much money as they did in the economy, that has to have an effect overall. People can't subscribe to ten different streaming services. <laughs> Disney I mean, Plus has lost more than $8 billion over the past three years. I mean, there, there's so many things to watch. You can't watch them. So eventually... Some they, of them have to die, right? They have to die. Yeah. I only got two eyes. Yeah. I, I don't want to spend my whole life watching screens. I mean... I... Uh... I, I I have that same problem. I have a number of streaming services, and I'm like, sometimes it's just too much. I've, I put it on the screen, and they show you all the programs, and you can flip through it. It's like my eyes just start now, to... If there's one show that I really want to see, my wife and I want to see, and it's like eight or ten episodes, we'll sign up for a month, watch it, and then cancel. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, but uh, I'm not going to have the thing sit there for six months and give them another $8 Every month when there's just a load of hooey on. That's what they want you to do, just sign up and forget about that's, it. I know that's the plan. Well... <laughs> I'm smarter than that. Oh, sometimes. Conway's here. Yeah, oh, but that's smart. The, yeah, yeah, ding dong. You know, that's what people do. Well, like we do. We sign up for things, then we just, you know, we ignore it, and uh, it's just another eight bucks a month or whatever. Right. And, and oh. it irritates me every time I, I see the credit card bill. Exactly. It's yeah. when you go through the credit card line, line by line, it's like, I found this a couple of things yep. I subscribed to online. It's like, what is this? I haven't looked at this in three years. I know. Same way. I got I got screwed by one of the uh, the credit reporting companies they charge twenty nine ninety nine to monitor your credit. Like that's what they're supposed to do anyway. <laughs> a month? Yeah, a month. And I, 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 I evidently I signed up for it when I was you know searching for my credit, but I know I didn't because I would never have signed up for you know twenty nine nine. It's probably three bucks a, month. a box that right that I didn't uncheck. Right, that exactly. You're supposed to uncheck it. Yeah. Right. So I said, I said, look, you got to give me the, some money back. They gave me like fifteen dollars back, but it was on for two like for a year. I went back and, and saw it for an entire year. So like three hundred eighty bucks. Yeah. It was horrible. So I, uh, uh, I got even with them, though. I, uh, I, I talked about them on the air. <laughs> the Didn't way. mention their name, but, I, uh, you know, they know who uh, they are. They know who <laughs> they are. Exactly. They felt it. Um, we have uh, uh, all the numbers from last night. It was a great turnout last night. Plus, we have a family that's going to match in the 7 o'clock hour mm. from 7 to 8 is going to match every dollar donated up to 10000 bucks. Ten thousand, so, yeah. good for them. A that, family, yeah, oh, a, wow. a, a family. Is right? it the Gettys? Who is it? I, 
We uh, we'll have the name here in a second. That's uh, really generous. Flying in here somewhere. No, it's okay. No, we'll get it. Um, but anyway, so and then um, we we have um, I just the recap of last night. It was really terrific. Everybody showed up. He's normally closed on a Tuesday night, but he opened up just for this. And it was Giving Tuesday. Yeah, it was packed. It really was. uh, Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) He doesn't like Giving Tuesday, It's going to be a whole year now until I hear that. No, I remember. I was at Smart and Final yesterday when when Ken said he just, uh, you know, uh, donated a check today. He just It happened to be today, but he was going to do it anyway. And then you kept asking what charity it was. He's like, I don't have to tell you what charity (laughs) it is. I don't have to tell you. (laughs) Well, I want to see if it's legitimate or not. I don't want any picking and poking. Yeah, I decide what are legitimate charities. Maybe you're just virtue signaling. Right, and then everybody yeah. was eating escargot last night. It uh, grossed you me out. You did not. I did, did not. No way, man. <laughs> no way. But people are people ordering it and eating it. And and, uh, and we asked last night. I mean, you know, you look at a menu and there's steaks, there's uh, pasta, there's fish, there's all kinds of dishes. What did you pass on before you ordered snails? <laughs> Good question. You know, what did you say no way to? Right? No, you I need a mental crap. competency test. Yeah. That's right. I need snails. I'd never eat that. Ding <laughs> yeah. dong. Give me the snails. All right. Come All right. Keep All it right. going. Pasta thon. Mike Crusher's Ding dong. KFI, KMST HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.